it's exactly what's happening. So I stopped drinking about 16 years ago because I didn't like how I felt when I drank. And I was never, I've never been hungover, but I didn't like how I felt. So when we go back to alcohol, if you can get rid of it, you're going to be better off for it. If you can't, then limit it. Now, I have a patient who drinks three glasses of wine every night. And I'm like, first of all, you're 70 years old, you're five feet tall, and you're 120 pounds soaking wet. You should not be drinking three glasses of wine. It's too much for your body. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. So are you up for some real talk around everyday dirty environmental toxins and how they significantly impact your hormones, liver, gut, brain, and mitochondria? Now, I'm not going to lie, we may be sharing some unpopular truths about products that women use quite often that can lead to a higher toxic load. The fact is our sensitive hormones don't do well in our modern day life without consistently nourishing and supporting our gut, liver, hormones, and metabolism. As a hormone expert, I have studied the effects of synthetic chemicals on our endocrine system, as well as our reproductive and metabolic system. Now, when we talk about the endocrine system, which is our hormone regulating system, you have to know that it is also regulating everything from reproduction, mood, immunity, metabolism, and brain function. And when we get exposed to excess estrogens from the environment, like xenoestrogens coming from things like BPA, parabens, phthalates, we know that this can alter female reproductive development, fertility, and also cause an early onset of perimenopause and menopause, along with messing with our metabolism and our mood. So given this alarming information, how do we begin to set ourselves up for success? How do we begin to be proactive about reducing our exposure and even addressing toxins once they are in the body? Well, what it comes down to and what we're going to be talking about today is it is one step at a time. If you want to start somewhere, I always recommend doing the thing that is the easiest, which is swapping out the old products like the old cleaning products, personal care products, and the things that are in your medicine cabinet for non-toxic options. Then you can work on food and water and the air in your home, right? There's multi-tiers and layers to how we can reduce our toxic load. This is a lot of what we're going to be talking about in today's conversation with my go-to toxic expert when it comes to women's hormones, Dr. Wendy Trebeau. Now, she's also the author of Dirty Girl, Ditch the Toxins, Look Great, and Feel Freaking Amazing. This book is incredible. I highly recommend you go check it out. I promise to have it in the show notes. But before we jump in, if you really want to give your body a much-needed reset, I do recommend checking out Wendy's incredible summit that's happening pretty much in a couple of weeks on environmental toxins, autoimmunity, and chronic disease. Yes, that is a mouthful, but our environment is driving chronic disease when it's messing with our hormones, our immune system, and our metabolic health. Now, I'm going to have the link to register for free in the show notes for this episode. So by all means, before we continue on, go and do that now. Now let's dive into this conversation with Dr. Wendy Trebeau, but before I want to quickly sing her praises. Wendy Trebeau is a medical doctor and a functional medicine gynecologist. She is focused on helping women reduce their toxic load and also helping women to address different challenges in their life from work, home, relationships, spirituality, health, and all the things that really matter to them. What I love so much about Dr. Wendy Trebeau is that she is really focused on helping women with the foundational level of healing their cells, healing their gut, and healing their liver. She does this through her books, she does it through her summit, and she does it through educating like she is doing today on the show. Let's welcome Wendy to the show. 
Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. Wendy, honey, how are you doing today, girl? Oh, I'm great, Marisa. Thank you so much for having me on. It's great to be here. I love your book so much. And I just love that it is in the background. Dirty girl. We're going to be talking a little bit about that as well. I know when we had you on the show last time, we really dove into how amazing this book is. But I was thinking about the title and I was thinking about like when we think about who runs the world, it's us. Let's be honest. It's women, right? It's women. And one of the biggest reasons for that is our buying power, our taking care of our families and communities. But we really are not only driving the buying power of this nation, of many nations around the world, but also we're using a lot of the products that we are buying. And that means we have a greater amount of exposure to a toxic load, basically. From cleaning products to personal care products to everything in between. If it's in our house, it's most likely us using it on top of everybody else using it. And what I want to talk about specifically today is how do we begin to reduce our toxic load on a daily basis. Because I think, you know, so often we think about the big detox or the big juice cleanse, or maybe a huge liver supplement protocol, whatever that may be. But I'm under the impression, I believe you are too, that although some of those things are great and they can support in us in a moment, they are not going to get to the nitty gritty of the toxic load that we're dealing with on a consistent basis. I mean, you and I both, we have researched all the companies, you know, we're so big on scrutinizing what comes into our house. And even still, I'm going to get in a car and go somewhere. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to get exposed to something else. You know, it's just going to happen. It's just the way life is. We live in a modern world. And unfortunately, one of the things that I have noticed with the women that I've worked with and in my community and in my own body is that our bodies, our endocrine system, our hormones are not made to withstand the amount of toxic crap that we are exposed to every single day. So Len, I want to just kind of speak into what are some of the big red flags around toxins that we're being exposed to? And then I want to spend the majority of our time diving into what can we be doing consistently and daily? Like where is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to reducing our toxic load? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Marisa, what you're talking about is death by a thousand cuts right? Every day you go through your life, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you put your face products on, you put your makeup on, you put your clothes on, you do your hair, you go down and make your food. I mean, I haven't even gotten out of the house yet. And I've been exposed to 250 chemicals, potentially. You clean your dishes, you unload your dishwasher, you unload your your washing and dryer. There's so many opportunities that we are being exposed. We said we would have fun, by the way, and this is such a depressing conversation. So I think it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be fun. But here's the thing. We have control over this narrative. The thing to remember is when you start to be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you have control over this. Okay. Just remember you run the world. So the time to do it is now. And it's easier than you think because you're not going to empty out your closet. But before we get to that, if you essentially take a step back and look at your life, pretty much unless you've evaluated it, it's toxic. You can assume it's toxic. You don't have to wonder. I'm promising I've done the research. It's toxic. Check done. It's toxic. Unless you have like thoroughly gone through it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's good. We get that out of the way. And now the goal is how do we level up and where do we start? And why would we even want to, right? You mentioned hormones. Our hormones are extremely sensitive to endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors are substances found in a lot of our beauty products and our cooking utensils that look like hormones. And our body thinks it's a hormone, so it gets all excited, but then you got to process it like a hormone and it mimics the hormone and it takes the place of the hormone. So now your body's like, 
wait, this seat's for estrogen. Who are you? So the body gets very confused at how it's supposed to operate. And then you got to get rid of it. So I think we have to distinguish first, don't fill up the pump. And then the juice fasts, the cleanses, the detoxes, those are to remove what's already in the pump. So we have to just sort of separate out what we're doing here. And sounds like we're talking really about don't fill that pump up. Yes. I always say, you know, the first step is to avoid, avoid, avoid. So don't get it in the body in the first place, ideally, so that we don't have to deal with it down the road. Yeah. So if it smells really nice, it's probably a toxin. It's going to give me a migraine. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So unless it's an essential oil derived smell, don't buy it. So when I say that, this is, you know, a lot of people love to wear perfume and the substances and perfumes that make them sticky, I mean, the smell stick around can be endocrine disrupting. So you want to avoid those things plug-ins, room fresheners, all of these items are not in your favor. Let's go back to, okay, you're cleaning your house. God, I was so greenwashed by something because I was all excited. I was like, oh, you know, I've been using this since I was a child. My mom said it was clean. God, what did we know? I grew up in the seventies. Right? What did your mama know? I mean, she knew a lot. Let's be honest. Your mama knew a lot. Seriously. She's really smart. We grew up in the seventies and we had lead in our paint. So we have to come out of the seventies. So totally. And plastic. So I'm all excited. I'm cleaning my house. I love the smell. It reminds me of my childhood. And then I went, you know, I never looked that up. I never looked on EWG or think dirty to see, is it clean? So I look it up and I'm like, Oh, it is not clean. It's so not, it's like, so not clean. Oh, cringeworthy. So I did. I actually did. And then, you know, I'm not the only one who cleans in the house and, and my babysitter will clean stuff. Then she puts stuff in her hiding place. So, you know, a couple of months later, I'm going through the house and I'm like, what is this doing here? You know, I get all righteous. I'm like, why is this here? And she's like, oh, I clean with it. And I was like, no, we don't use that. Not, we don't behave that way here. So I think it's really important to first off, just question everything. Stop assuming that it's good and question. And then every once in a while, you'll get it right. But most of the time we've got something in our home or our bodies that's not so good. So question, check and replace as you run out. So this is not a bomb the house, go for all of it in a weekend. This is, hey, my mascara is running low because I'm replacing it every two months. So let's get that leveled up. And I'm now low on my under eye cover up. Let's level up on that. And oh, what am I going to use for shampoo? Let's level up one at a time. This is really not meant to be a project that overwhelms you. Okay. It's meant to be something that you're like, oh, hey, if you figure once a week, you level up on something, that's 52 changes you'll make in a year. That's a huge improvement. That's a big improvement. Absolutely start with the stuff that's about to run out because that's the easiest thing to replace. But is there an area that we should be investigating first? Is it like we should look to that area first? Yeah, I think there's some low hanging fruits. That's what I'll call them. So let's separate them. I have to think categorically. So what are the things you're putting in your body? What are you putting on your body and what's around your body? So when you start to pull away the things that are putting in your body, certainly a low hanging fruit is check on the water quality in your home. If it could be improved, then get the very best water filter you can afford, whether that's a countertop or a Berkey or a whole house water filter, whatever fits your budget, get your water filtered and put a flat out decree against plastic single use water bottles that you just throw away, especially as mamas, right? Our kids go to sports and they come out and they're thirsty and they're like, I need a drink. And I'm like, oh good. Well, I have 
a stainless steel water bottle for you. My son, he only wants to drink out of my water bottles. I honestly, I can't put anything in my water bottles but water because my son, my toddler is always like, mama water. And I'm just... Right? It always tastes better off mama's plate. So be the role model for your kids and make sure that you have a glass or stainless steel or ceramic water bottle. That's one. So that you're not drinking from single-use plastics because they're super disruptive to the hormones. And they're super bad for the earth and they never go away. So I think what's so great about that brand, 7th generation. It's an actual old Navajo, I think Navajo saying, I could be wrong, that it's an, it's an old Native American saying about, we want to make the earth better for seven generations past us. That's the whole goal of the seven generations. So not just for us, but for the seven generations beyond us, how do we keep the earth healthy? So, okay. So the things you put in your body are also food, right? We eat every day. You got to eat. And so to the best extent of your ability in your budget, level up. So Go for the EWG Environmental Working Group, avoid the dirty dozen, and go for the clean 15. So meaning the dirty dozen are the dozen foods that you should really try to buy organic whenever possible. And the clean 15 are foods that if you have less flexibility financially, you could get them non-organic and you'll be okay. So start with that. That's 27 foods that you're going to alter right there. And then make choices wherever possible to minimize the processed food because it converts to sugar. It's inherently inflammatory. It stresses the system. Minimize your alcohol. I know that's not the most popular thing. Minimize or get rid of. People stop talking to me when I say get rid of. I got rid of it this year. I was extremely minimized. Like it was gone for almost two years. And then I kind of like just let it come back in a little bit, a glass of champagne here and there. And then as a part of my kind of my goals for 2023 is I wanted to become extremely intentional about really paying attention to how it felt. And I had one and a half Mai Tais when I was in Hawaii. That's the only alcohol I had this whole year. That was it. I sat down with it and I was like, no, I'm not drinking for the rest of the year. It just isn't showing up to serve me at any capacity. Even drinking it isn't doing me any favors anymore. And so I think when we get more clear and intentional about what something's doing to our bodies, it just becomes a hell no real quick. Well, think about it, Marisa. Okay, let's role play for a second. Marisa, would you like a tall glass of toxins that will impair your liver's ability to detox your body, will make you feel terrible tomorrow and probably give you a headache. Would you like that too, maybe? No, no, thank you. <laughs> it's exactly what's happening. So I stopped drinking about 16 years ago because I didn't like how I felt when I drank. And I was never, I've never been hungover, but I didn't like how I felt. So when we go back to alcohol, if you can get rid of it, you're going to be better off for it. If you can't, then limit it. Now, I have a patient who drinks three glasses of wine every night. And I'm like, first of all, you're 70 years old, you're five feet tall, and you're 120 pounds soaking wet. You should not be drinking three glasses of wine. It's too much for your body. But a full bottle is about 750 calories. Just for women out there who are like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight, don't drink your calories. So anyway, back to detox. When you're trying to improve and not fill the pump, get rid of the plastic water bottles, filter your water to the highest degree possible, eat organic as much as you can, follow the dirty dozen and the, green, and the clean 15, level up your water bottle itself and avoid or eliminate alcohol. Five tasks, okay? Then there's what are you putting on your body? This is huge. Like this is all the stuff we slather on. And even think about if you take your clothes to the dry cleaner and they put the chemicals on it and they say, oh, it's a cleaner formal. It's still a form of formaldehyde. Don't use it. So wherever possible, launder your clothes. And I, I'm not a good one to ask, but I just throw everything in the wash. <laughs> like, I don't wear anything that needs to be ironed anyway. So it all goes in the wash and I've made a few mistakes, but generally it's been fine. I agree with you there. There's no, no dry cleaning visits in this house. So 
don't wear clothes from the dry cleaner. Don't scent your house with scented candles, sprays, room fresheners, unless they are essential oil based. So that's going to be more expensive. Then what are you putting on your hair, your makeup, your body products, your lotion, your toners, all of that needs an evaluation. So as you run out of those, what are the low hanging fruits? Well, I stopped doing my nails because there was only one brand that was clean enough and I didn't like the color. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not putting that on because it was like, it's a child's brand actually. And, and it was just sort of colors that I didn't feel matched my vibe. So I would say a really low hanging fruit would be look at what you're putting on every week nonstop because the chemicals in nail polish are pretty toxic. And then the chemicals to take your nail polish off are extremely toxic. So low hanging fruit, consider not doing that. It's sort of like heresy. Yeah. I mean, you can do a manicure at home with, or like with clean products. Nope. I'm not talking polish. I'm just talking about a manicure, like cleaning up your nails, buffering them out, making them look nice, making them look clean without having to use. I mean, again, there isn't a polish that I know that that is a non-toxic polish. There's less, less toxins. And so, you know, maybe it comes down to you do an at-home manicure that you feel good about the products that you're using. And then occasionally if some it's a special, special, special occasion, have a, you know, find one of the clean 15 or whatever they are out there, the ones that have the most minimal amount of toxic ingredients and maybe have a polish or two of that on hand. So yeah, totally save it for a special occasion. Okay. So nail polish alcohol. And here's the third thing that's super unpopular. Okay. Just for the record, I know it in advance, uh, hair dye. It's really toxic. And so your skin is a tremendous absorbing unit. It's the largest organ in your body and it can not only help you detox, but it can help you retox. So if you can don't dye your hair, I said to my husband, for me, not dyeing my hair was originally because I'm just not that organized. You know, you have to go every four weeks. I'm like, I don't have, I'm not that organized. So I said, I'm not dyeing my hair. When it goes gray, you're out of luck. If you don't like it, you're going to need to get a, a younger model, but it's going to cost you like everything. So I recommend not doing that either. But I said to him, I'm not dyeing my hair. And he's like, okay, whatever. Like he doesn't care. But then I was like, it's so toxic. The toxins in hair dye, especially what you're, because you're putting it up on your scalp and you absorb it. So if you can, don't dye your hair. I know this is not a popular one. Yeah. Ooh, because literally it's so fascinating because hair, you know, they talk about the single best anti-aging product on the market is hair dye, right? If you... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, luckily I'm not there yet. I know it's coming for me. My mom has been dyeing her hair, gosh, every two weeks. You'll never see a gray hair on her head, but I don't exactly know when it started for like when she started dyeing it because of, you know, needing to keep it the color it is. But I know it's a couple, probably a couple years down the line for me. So I'm gonna have to really think about it. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my essentially whole magnesium restore supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code podcast and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Here's something I know every woman can agree on. Stubborn belly fat, 
can feel like the worst, especially when you've tried everything to lose it. Not to mention, belly fat can be dangerous for us too. According to a brand new study, women over 40 who have excessive belly fat are up to 20% more likely to suffer a heart attack. And no surprise, hormones are involved in belly fat production, which is actually good news because we can optimize your hormones and metabolism for a flatter stomach. And that's exactly what I'm offering to you as a free gift today. My Belly Slim Down Guide gives you three effective strategies to get rid of belly fat, along with recipes to reduce bloating, balance your blood sugar, and speed up your metabolic furnace to optimize fat burning. So grab the Belly Slim Down Guide with my proven protocols and recommendations and recipes now at drmarisa.com slash slimdown. That's drmarisa.com slash slimdown, and the link will be in the show notes. You know, it's funny. When I was 26, I think I found my first gray hair and I pulled it out. And then I was like, wait a minute. It's so pretty. It's thick. It's shiny. I left them. I really feel like they're beautiful. And we got these ways because we worked hard for our grays. And there's something to be celebrated as opposed to hidden. You know, there's nothing shameful about it. And I know there's still some stigma around it, but I'm, I'm determined like what I get is what I get and we'll celebrate it. Yeah. And especially post pandemic, there were no salons. There was no one getting their hair dyed. I mean, unless there was like somebody in a garage, you know, handling it for you. But like, I feel like a lot of it, you know, it it came up for review. And a lot of, I've seen more women with gray hair look gorgeous. Yeah, stunning since the pandemic and, and just feel really amazing rocking their hair. And so I think that we definitely are shifting the way that we, our perception around, you know, gray hair or silver hair, like it can just be so, so beautiful. And yes, let's just put it on the table. It is very, very toxic. And you've got to be really consistent with it in order to make it worthwhile. Which I'm not. So the top three things for on your body, don't dry clean your clothes, don't dye your hair, and don't do your nails. Those would be low hanging fruits, right? Assuming as you move through your products, you're going to start to level up and start to level up. Those are the top three. Okay. So we had five for in your body, three for on your body. And then there's the stuff around you, which is just endless, right? So What I would say is to the best of your ability, clean up your air quality, air and water quality, according to a 1989 study. So we're talking a lot of years ago, almost 20. Yeah, right. I was just out of high school at that point. So back at that point, they figured out that air and water quality were related to one in every six deaths. So just cleaning up your air and water is going to improve your health. So to the best of your ability, make sure your air in your home is clean. If you live near a farm or a golf course or a highway, that would be a good reason to filter the air in your home and keep your windows closed so that you're not getting the toxins from those surrounding environmental things. And then it's particularly in your bedroom because you spend the most hours in your home in your bedroom. So, or if you're working from home, so filter the air where you're sitting at work and filter the air where you sit in your bed, where you lie in your bedroom. And then don't use the candles, don't use the sprays and do try to level up your cleaning items. My favorite brand is Aspen Clean because they have dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, sprays for the window, the bathroom, the kitchen. So, you know, remember we said not so organized, they have an automatic ship. I said it and I forgot it. So it's great. But so I would say the three things for your around you are your air quality, your cleaning products, and um, 
Air fresheners. Air fresheners. Yeah, don't use them. I love it. And if you weren't living anywhere there, because, you know, I have a dear friend of mine who's an environmental toxins expert, and she says, do open your windows 30 minutes a day if you can to kind of just vent out so much of that air quality inside of our house is so crappy. And then the other thing, the three other things that she said, I know we're going to get into it too, was vacuum a lot because of all the plastics, the microplastics. Well, don't wear your shoes in your home because think of your shoes have an everywhere. Take your shoes off the minute you get in home because you track it all over the house and you bring in pesticides, heavy metals, mycotoxins. You know, you've been all over kingdom come. You bring in other people's dog poop that you walked in when you went for a walk. Ew. The other thing about air quality is also, I want to come back to your comment about opening the window, but also if you have a gas stove, turn on your air filter above your, your vent. So vent it every time you use the stove, because that actually negatively impacts the quality in your home. Back to your comment, it's a mixed bag. So I don't live near a farm, a golf course, or a highway. So I live right next to conservation land. So the, the air is pretty clean. If you're opening your windows and you're getting a lot of toxins in, then I would say don't open your windows. But in every other situation, absolutely open your windows. It's just those three, because it's so toxic. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify, because I know that there are some instances, I'm in California, there, occasionally there's fires here. Ah, that's definitely not. So we have air doctors on multiple levels of our home. And for the most part, it's blue. It's never having to work too hard in the house, but we are definitely always opening windows here. We're right. We're literally a block away from the beach. And so I just feel, it feels so much better. And then we have plants. We have house plants in every single room of the house. Shoes are off at the door. And then we are a little bit of dusting, a little bit of vacuuming. Obviously, our son's a toddler. There's, you know, he's, he's all up on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm always sweeping. I'm always dusting. I'm always vacuuming. At the end of the day, I know that my furniture is off-gassing. Not all of it's Green Guard. All of his furniture is Green Guard, but not everything in the house is. And so we're always just doing our best to just maintain good water, maintain good air, and try to mop up any of the microplastics that are being created by life. Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point, Marisa, that it's really hard to get furniture that is Green Guard certified and, and clean. Wayfair, strangely enough, has an option to search for furniture that's organic or, or Green Guard certified. So you can search that on Wayfair, which is fantastic. And then it's, again, one of those as it gets old level up type things. If you have a garage and you buy new furniture, let it off gas in your garage. Don't buy a bed that has to off gas though. That would be because remember you're sleeping on it and the flame retardants, guess what? They're endocrine disruptors and beds, unless they're organic are sprayed with flame retardants, which then off gas into you, which then disrupt your thyroid in particular. So the bed would be something if you're in the market for a new bed, get an organic bed and all other furniture, wash it down, wipe it down and don't bring it in the house until it's off gassed. Or when you're leveling up, you know, buy it from a place that can say, yeah, we haven't used any toxins. And okay, you might be thinking, but it's more expensive because it is. It's definitely more expensive. But here's the issue. It's costly now, but you can't study yourself and you can't see the impact it's making in the lack of autoimmunity and chronic diseases because exactly. So it's essentially pay the clean people now so that you don't have to clean yourself out later. It's worth it. I mean, you know, especially with our families and our children, you know, we're talking about a lot more years 
you know, that there's exposure there and especially developmental and metabolic issues that we're concerned about, endocrine issues. And so, yeah, we've been up-leveling. Anything new that I'm buying is Green Guard, you know, from rugs to furniture. I mean, obviously all of our mattresses are organic. And so, yeah, when that time comes and even still, I off-gas everything in the garage for like three to four days, even though I know it's supposed, I'm like, you know what, just in case. Let me just put this out there just in case. You're never going to regret it. It's kind of like a condom. You're never going to regret using a condom. You're never going to be like, oh, I can't believe I used that, right? You're never going to regret off-gassing it. I know women ask me all the time, well, what do I do instead of using birth control? I'm like, condoms, that's what you do. You know, if indeed, you know, you know that birth control is creating disruptions for you and you're not feeling good and you're looking for an alternative. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but condoms are great. They work and they protect against STDs. So that's great too. Yes. Yes. And there's some new things. There's the sponges back on the market and there's a film now. I don't know how you get it in. I've never bought it. I should try it. Although I'm past that, but you can insert a little film and it's, it's like a spermicidal gel that you just insert. So there's a few ways. There's an incredible app and I don't know why I'm forgetting it right now that has such an incredible algorithm in it. It's as, as effective as a birth control pill. It's an app. Like nothing is needed, you know, and it syncs up. I think it's it's like 97% effective with typical use. With perfect use, it's, it's 98.8% effective. And it's it's just incredible. I think it's called, I want to say it's natural cycles. I'm forgetting. I had the, the founder on the show last year and I was like, this is, this is transformational. Anyway, so just note that there are other options. And again, it doesn't protect against STDs. The app, the algorithm doesn't do that. So just a heads up. Right. No, you'll never regret a condom. And- and there are more natural forms of condoms now. So you can get those a lot of opportunities to level up there and get things that you don't react to and are low in toxins. And because your vagina, your poor little vagina, man, it is a microcosm of your gut. And so if your gut's not happy, it's because your system's not happy. And that means your vagina is not happy. So if you have a vaginal issue, I always say to people, go upstream, look at your gut, look at your adrenals, your hormones, look at your liver, because they're telling your vagina how to behave. You know, the vagina is just a passenger in the car. So it's important not to add things to the vagina that are going to make it unhappy. And we have a family friend who hates, hates GYN and I'm an OBGYN. So we used to sort of track how long it would take me to see vagina at the dinner table. And recently I haven't said it because we just haven't talked about it. And he said it and I was like, dude, you said the magic word this time, not me. It is truly a magical world. Yeah, word. And I love it. You know, I think we should be hearing words about our female physiology and anatomy more often, vagina. It's literally the passageway to bringing 3D print people into this world. So I am about it. Okay. I have reverence for the vagina because yeah, only us, we only can do that. So it's pure magic. Absolutely. So yeah, more vagina talk on this show for sure. And I think it's really important because it has its own micro, it has its own biome. It has its own uh, flora. And so if indeed we're seeing issues with the gut, it can translate to vaginal health as well. Gosh, I want to share with you, Marisa, at the risk of oversharing, mute me if I'm oversharing, but okay. So when I was in med school, I had just unremitting bacterial vaginosis, which for the listeners is an imbalance and an overgrowth in a particular strain of bacteria. It's not an infection, it's an overgrowth, but it could not freaking get rid of it. It drove me nuts. Now, this is way before knowing about gut health and that I was ultimately diagnosed with celiac and functional medicine. I didn't know any of that at that point, but I just knew that something was wrong south of the border. So I started putting probiotics in my vagina just because I was like, well, obviously it's out of whack and it helped. And I was like, oh, geez, (laughs) 
It just sort of made sense to me, right? It just made sense that I should do that. And it made a difference. Fast forward to being diagnosed with celiac and eliminating gluten. I never needed the probiotics vaginally again after that diagnosis, which is sort of a mixed bag because I got this autoimmune diagnosis, but fixed my vagina. So it's always an indicator something's off. Never, never just be like, oh yeah, I have yeast all the time. No, not normal. There's something going on in your gut. We got to fix it. Well, and it really speaks into the broader piece of not only our vaginal health is an indicator, like, you know, if it's good or not great, an indicator of something going on in the body, but also obviously our menstrual cycle is, I mean, everything connected to making a 3D print of people really is an indicator that something may not be right in the body if it's not working, if you're having issues with it, whether it's a bacterial overgrowth or it is your cycle is off and you're spotting and you're not having a period, whatever that may be. When I think about the female body and the female physiology, everything about our bodies, our metabolism, our immune system, our hormones, it is all wired to ensure that we can make people. And, you know, that is so critical for us specifically to be able to leverage all of our resources inside of our body to actually make little people, to birth beautiful people into this world. And so, you know, anytime we're noticing something going on with our vagina or our menstrual cycle, we really need to like listen to that red flag, that sounding of the alarm that something isn't right because it's our body's way of telling us gosh, something is going on with our bodies. We got to figure out what's going on. Well, let's link that back to toxins because when you think about toxins now, when you think about all of the various ways that we are exposed to endocrine disrupting chemicals, the plastic water bottles, the pots and pans that we're using that has PFAS and PFOA and the chemicals that we're using to on our skin that are disrupting us, all of these things ultimately alter our estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. And when you talk about diabetes, metabolic disease, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, this is all trackable back to the toxic body burden that we have, which remember is death by a thousand cuts. By the time you're born, you've been exposed to 150 chemicals. You're born with it in your umbilical blood. So when we're looking at this explosion in chronic disease and autoimmunity, we have to go back to toxins because when you look at the progression of toxins and how many there are and how many have been overseen, which is very few, we're getting pummeled. We're getting creamed with toxins basically, which is terrible, but it's fixable. takes a lot of work there. Yes. Yeah. One, it's step-by-step. So now that we kind of went through what we can do in our homes, what we should be looking at when it comes to replacing even furniture in our home. I want to talk about some habits that we can do that we can integrate that hopefully become second nature to us. We don't even think about it because we're doing them every single day that are helping to just support our detox pathways, helping to support our gut and our liver and making sure that we are doing the best we can to move them out. Unfortunately, as probably as quickly as they're coming in. Right. It's just sort of keeping up. I feel like we're on an I Love Lucy show where we're just trying to keep up with the chocolate coming down the conveyor belt. Right. You and I are um, Lucy and whatever her friend, her sidekick, Lucy and Ethel. So we're just trying to keep up with all those toxins that are being brought into us. And we're like, no, no, no. So, okay, every day, get enough sleep. And now you're like, wait, what? How does sleep have to do with this? Right. No alcohol, no nail polish and get sleep. So let's talk about that. If you spend six hours in bed, you're probably getting five and a half hours of sleep. And there's no way that that's enough for most human beings, okay? So most of us, especially women, we need to rest and rejuvenate because it is literally harder to process our hormones than it is for men, okay? So we generally need eight to nine, if not more hours in bed to get seven and a half to eight and a half hours of sleep. 
Okay. So the reason this matters is when you sleep, the cells in your body get smaller, particularly your brain, actually, they get smaller and the space in between your brain cells gets bigger. That means that your body can drain the toxins out of your brain when you sleep. But if you don't sleep and don't hit deep sleep, it doesn't happen. So get enough sleep. That's one. It's a natural innate detox mechanism. Mm, I love this. I really appreciate you breaking down the amount of time that you are in bed, right? And I, what I would recommend you too is reverse engineer. If you know your children are going to get you up at a certain time in the morning and you know that you are always going to prioritize them over yourself because you are, that's just the way it is, then you got to get to bed earlier. Like that's what I do. I know that it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I'm getting, I'm going to be disrupted. I'm getting up at a certain time in the morning because Kingston dictates that to be the case. And so I just reverse engineer. And I also recommend wearing a wearable because you know what? Numbers don't lie. It will tell you how much sleep you actually got. And so I always notice that if I go to sleep, let's say nine, let's say 9 p.m., 9.30, and I'm getting up at like, let's say 7, 6.37, it's really crazy. At least I lose an hour at the minimum from when I go to bed and when I wake up. So my, I'll say, oh gosh, I've been in bed for nine and a half hours. The Fitbit's like, you barely closed eight, you, barely, you know? And so I think that's important to see the numbers and it can be a cheap Fitbit, like the one I've got, that what really kind of breaks down your deep sleep versus how many times you've been awake, what time you actually went to sleep. Because you know what? Don't lie to yourself. You probably went to sleep a lot later than you thought. I know, right? I'm I'm a FOMO at night. I don't like to go to bed. My eyes will be drifting shut. And I'm like, wait, just another minute. So my husband's like, we're turning off the light right now. I have a parent in bed with me, basically. We're turning off the light. So, okay, sleep and sleep quality. Track your sleep. Huge fan of that. And then stress, which is the next. So four really unpopular things on the show, Marisa. So uh, stress is nasty for detox. If you're stressed, you will not detox. You will also throw off your hormones. It's called fight or flight. Fight, flight, or freeze is going to override body's natural instinct to be built for reproduction, which is what we are. Totally agree with that. But if you are a stress ball, if you are put upon by the world, if you aren't taking care of yourself, or if you're not making space, your detox mechanisms will be shut down and your adrenals will be jacked up. So long-term, that's a risk factor for cardiovascular disease, cancer, inflammation, degenerative disease, type two diabetes, other autoimmune diseases like celiac, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis. So there's just this huge range of things that being stressed puts us at risk for. It's like the number one degenerative killer. You know, it's, it's essentially stress is nasty. So sleep and stress are critical to manage. And then detoxing your life, food, you know, you do it every day. So this is a low hanging fruit. And then I think it's important to talk about the people around us because they can help us float or they can tank us. So if they're toxic, you want to jettison them. You know, it's not worth your health. No, it's not. I think it's important to do do an inventory of the relationships that you have. And if they're serving you, if, if they're tearing you down, if they're bringing you down, if they're putting you into a negative space, like you guess what? You can love people from afar. You know, you can hold them at a distance. There's a lot of people I love from afar. <laughs> And it's amazing how quickly someone can just tank you, just put you into a bad place, move you energetically into a, a funky energy. It doesn't feel good. So yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's important to just look at all the things, not only people, but obligations, things that we accidentally signed up for, we thought we needed to say yes to that are just draining us. All of these, because it's just stress. It's lending to more stress. It's an extra stressor. I recently protected my schedule a little bit, just a little bit. I'm still a work in progress here because I, I, you know, I like to say yes to everything. I like to play. I'm like, let's do it. But then I'm like, 
oh my gosh, I worked 60 hours. That doesn't work. So I'm trying to protect my schedule. And if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And it was so freeing, Marisa, when I was like, oh, wow, I actually have some time to think and brain space. It was shocking. I didn't know what to do with myself. So I would highly recommend, yeah, creating some space for yourself. But that brings me to the next thing is watch your language because most of us are pretty cruel to ourselves. And going back to stress will shut down detox. If you speak to yourself unkindly, and you constantly rag on yourself and you're constantly mean to yourself. And think about it. We have like 65,000 thoughts a day. And most of them are not like, rah, rah, you're amazing. Most of them are like, you suck. You stink. You did that wrong again. How could you say that? You're so dumb. You always screw it up. That ticker tape is extremely powerful and will shut down detox and shut down optimal health faster than anything because your body thinks it's in survival. And it is. So when you hear yourself thinking those thoughts, and if you're thinking right now, what thoughts? It's that thought, that thought. Anytime you rag on yourself, you got to convert it from something that's not so kind into something that you would say to someone else. So like, instead of saying you're so dumb, say, oh, well, you know, you're really working hard at that. You're really practicing that. You're doing your best. You have good intentions. Your heart's in the right place. I'm trying. Or I'm not there yet, but I'm a work in progress. Be nice to yourself. You know why? Because you're, you really are a magnificent human being. So every person listening, I'm talking to you. You're a magnificent human being. So, you know, let your thoughts reflect that. But not doing that will be extremely toxic for you. Something to take practice. Now, do you recommend around the state of like self-care, are there things that feel good that we can do that, again, it's like a yes, yes, or a double win where we're detoxing and we're doing something wonderful for ourselves? Sure dry brushing. I mean, it costs like three bucks to buy a dry brush. So it's super cheap. You cannot screw it up like a breast exam. You can't screw it up, right? Do them on yourselves. And if you find something, call your doctor. Dry brushing will get the lymph moving. It forces you to slow down, take some time. It's cheap. It's easy to access. You can do it wherever you are, right? It's even just on your arms if that's all you have the time for, the exposure for. Sitting for a few minutes. I'm always interested, Marisa, in things that don't cost money so that anyone listening can do it or it costs minimal, minimal investment. So sitting for a few minutes in nature, even if it's winter, you know, I will share. I was really upset with something a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, my first thought was curl up in a ball, you know? And my second thought was, I have this time blocked in my schedule to go for a walk. I was specifically supposed to go for a walk. And I was like, I'm going for a walk because I know that being out in the forest and in the nature will calm me and quiet my heart, right? So get out in nature, even if it's cold. I live in Boston. It is not nice most of the time. Get out there anyway. I love that. Cause I know that's always the thing. It's like, well, I just live, I live on the East coast and I'm just like, figure it out, like find a way, put on all the puffy clothes. I don't really know what those clothes look like. I don't really understand, but I know that they exist. So put those things on. <laughs> they do. And it's actually being hot and being cold. Both of those are really good for your telomeres. I was going to say hormesis, you know, we definitely want our telomeres and our mitochondrial mitochondria to just to bask in as putting a little bit of good stressor on our bodies, including heat and cold for sure. Yep. And take a bath. That would be the last thing I would say. Take a foot. People say to me, I don't have a bathtub. I'm like, okay, take a foot bath, sit on your kitchen counter, sit on your bathroom counter and put your feet in a bath. Or if you don't have either of those in a way that's, that will support your weight, get a little bucket and put hot water in, put some Epsom salt in and sit because that forces you to just slow down and do not scroll on social media while you're doing it. Be present. Think about your life. Think about what you want to accomplish. Think about who you want to be. Think about who you need to jettison, you know, get real. 
I love it. Yes, yes. I love, I love, especially the nature walk. Oh, I was at the beach today watching the ocean. It was low, low tide. So it was like tide pools at my beach. And often like we can see like a hundred feet of high tide versus low tide. And this was so low that the the shore wasn't even, it was like, it was like a lake almost. It was so beautiful. So I just sat there for a little while and just, just enjoyed that. There's always surfers out and then made my way, my trek back to my house. And so wherever it is, if it's a park, if it's a beautiful hiking trail, or if it's the beach or it's a lake or whatever it may be, just, you know, if it's walkable out of your house, just do it as much as you can bundle up, dress up. I know that we're slowly sauntering into the spring (laughs) for some of us, but we're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. And then the last thing I would say is get connected to other people. Call someone who you love or call someone who loves you and who's unconditionally supportive. Get in contact, be related, refresh how people see you in a way that you can be a great human, right? Like call someone who's like, oh my God, I love you. I love when you call me. Call those people for yourself. Now, can we do, I do a lot of voice memos. Like I voice memo all my besties because I know sometimes that they're entrepreneurs, they're working too. And so one of the things I'll do, I'll be on my Peloton, you know, and I'll just start, I'll get, I have my earbuds in and I'll just start voice memoing all my girls. And I just send them lots of little love notes. And so, and what's so beautiful is that at some point in the day, I'm going to get one back. If in case I am not able to get on the phone with them, is that as powerful? Can, does that work as well? Yes, I would never say no to any type of connection opportunity, right? And this is so great, Marisa. Perfection is the enemy of good. This is a surgical term. So when you're in the operating room and it's good and you're trying to make it better, inevitably it goes wrong. So our like surgical mentors, when I was in residency, used to say, per, you know, better is the enemy of good. Perfection is the enemy of good. If it's good, be grateful. So you don't have to be perfect. You have to just be in the game. So yes, ideally... Every week you'd be hanging out with them, but that's not real, right? Like that's not our lives. So do your best with what you can and cherish what you can do. So yes, everything's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if your girls are next door or they're down the street, yay. I have two girl dates this Friday in person. Amazing. I'm doing breakfast and then I'm doing a beautiful little beach walk to my favorite girls here locally. But then also many of my besties are in different, you know, they're in different states. This is what it is. And so, you know, we have little scheduled powwows, but then I just like to send little voice memos. So, but deep connection is so, we know that deep connection is so good for our well-being, our stress levels, our hormones, our neurotransmitters, nice little dopamine hit that we get that can really support us. So I love that. And it just, that feels so good. It feels great. Totally. I was really excited when you said, because you were reaching out, we were reaching out, connecting, and I was so excited to invite you on and to bring you on. I was actually really looking forward to today's conversation because I just really enjoy you. I just enjoy your knowledge. I enjoy your brilliance. And I just just have always have such a fun conversation when we're connecting. So it's kind of like bringing on a girlfriend onto the show. Not everyone feels that way. I don't know everybody who comes on the show all the time, but I knew I was really looking forward to our conversation because I knew it was going to be a connection. So that was something I wanted to share. So kind of in a way, we had a little date ourselves. No, I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to hang out with Marisa. Okay. So tell me about the event you've got coming on and then where else can we plug into you, get more of your brilliance? Love it. Because we're all about environmental toxicants and getting rid of them. We are putting on the Environmental Toxicants Autoimmunity and Chronic Diseases Summit. It's airing 
April 11th, which is right around the corner. And it's free. So anyone who wants to listen is free. We have the most amazing people. It was hard to even place who's going where because everyone was so amazing. So we have Terry Walls, we have Isaac Elias. And I said, if I were ever, if I had met him and he was in my age bracket, I would have totally married that man because I love him to pieces. He's like the gentlest, brightest, cleanest soul I've ever met. We have uh, Ben Azadi. We've just beautiful people who are speaking all about ways to identify, prevent, resolve, and reverse autoimmunity and chronic diseases in the context of how are toxins impacting us. So that's happening. You know, it's so funny. I'm like, I don't know the website. I'll have to get that to you. We'll put it in the show notes. I'm like, oh, I don't know the website. And then our practice is fivejourneys.com. And we're on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Wendy Trubo MD on Instagram and Facebook. And then there's Dirty Girl on Amazon. If you're going to look for the book, you should probably type in Dirty Girl Trubo because you're going to get other things if you type in just Dirty Girl. You know what I mean? I always go by the author. That's often how I look at, yeah, that's how I do it. So we'll make sure you guys go by the author. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, you're going to see the book. It's beautiful. It's got her on the cover. It's yellow. It's bright and vibrant. It screams getting healthy. It really does. (laughs) And then lastly, we launched our new Dirty Girl Detox line. So that's dirtygirldetox.com. And that's all about detoxing from hormone imbalances and also daily toxins. So we have all education and products and programs on that site too. So we're all over there. Awesome. I'll have all of that in the show notes. You guys can go and check it out. And Winnie, honey, thank you so much again for coming on. I just love this conversation. I, you really opened the door for what we can do every single day to support our bodies and to reduce our toxic load. Thank you. Yeah. Remember, we run the world. That's right. We do. <laughs> all right. Thank you. There is so much I loved about my conversation with Wendy. She's one of my favorite people. But the big takeaway for me is to not let all of this overwhelm you, right? When we get overwhelmed, we're not able to move forward. We're not able to take those first steps. And when we look at our endocrine system, we look at our hormones and we look at how well we're feeling, we know deep down inside, we've got to be making some changes that help to reduce our toxic load. And I believe that Wendy gave us so many great ideas. Again, some that were relatively unpopular, but it's important that we know when we become aware of what could be compounding our symptoms and leading to chronic disease and how we can gently start to remove those things over time. Now, I wanted to just share some of the things that I do every single day and every week because detoxification and reducing our toxic load is daily consistent habits over time. Like that's how we're gonna move the needle. So when I think about reducing my toxic load, I think about walking every single day and especially walking out in nature. So I try to clock at least five to 7,000 of my 10,000 plus steps a day outside. So today I made sure to get 6,000 steps in between podcast interviews and meetings so that I could just recharge from nature. Next, I drink a massive amount of purified water in the morning with my element electrolytes. So I boost my hydration before I have anything else. I have a 30 ounce Stanley cup and I just literally suck that water down before I even look at the coffee machine. Also, I focus on incorporating veggies and berries into every single meal, whether that's a green smoothie where I put green leafy vegetables, frozen cauliflower and frozen blueberries in there, or I am making a big salad for lunch, or I am having a stir fry where I am basically integrating as many vegetables as I can into my diet. My goal is 30 different types of vegetables and plant foods every single week in my diet. And I think that's a great place to land. Like that's kind of like the bar 
to play at if you really want to diversify your microbiome. I also do intermittent fasting pretty much every single day. Sometimes it's a circadian fast, a 12-hour fast. Sometimes I get all the way up to a 16-hour fast. It really just depends on what my body's needing. Sometimes I can get all the way up to a 17-hour fast, although those are rare, to get into autophagy fasting. And this is really to give my mitochondria a break and to help get me into more metabolic flexibility. I add lemon juice to my water. I add citruses and fresh herbs to my food. Every single meal, we're adding cilantro and parsley and mint. We're really good about adding fresh herbs into all of our meals. And then I do dry brushing. I do Epsom salt baths weekly. And then I take minerals, especially magnesium every single day. I am obsessed with taking about 800 milligrams of magnesium before going to bed so that I get really deep, restful sleep. If you've ever had struggles with your sleep and you just need a little bit of a booster, step that that magnesium up to about 800 milligrams to one gram. See how that goes for a week or two. And if it's working for you, then stay the course. My magnesium restore is amazing for this. And then also I take other supplements, obviously, especially antioxidant rich supplements like vitamin C, alpha-lipoic acid, CoQ10, vitamins A and E, selenium. I mean, my list is extensive, but I make sure that I am well supplemented as not only with food, but also with key supplementation so that I'm helping to support my cells on a daily basis. And the thing that I'm really committed to three to four times a year is my 14-day detox. I will tell you that every time I do this protocol, it moves the needle for me in such a positive direction. I see it in my inflammatory markers. I see it in my C-reactive protein. I see it in my lipid markers. I see it in my hormone markers as well. It's just really incredible to see when you really give your gut and your liver and your metabolism and your blood sugar a break and a reset, how much that can shift everything inside of the body. Now, one of the things I was called to, because we had such a big group back in January, and I've had so many people reaching out to me in the last couple of months about doing another detox, is I met with my team last week and we decided we were gonna kick off a spring detox at the beginning of May, 2023. So if you have been wanting to do something, you've been wanting to give your body a gentle gut, liver, and metabolic reset and you were looking to be guided, you were looking for community support, you were looking for it to be inexpensive and easy and gentle, then I'll tell you there is no place to be than my group program, the 14-Day Detox. Again, we'll be kicking it off I'd like think the first week of May, I want to say it's like May 2nd or May 3rd, and we'll have details. I'll have details coming into April so that if you decide to join me, it's going to be an incredible experience. And it's the perfect time. It's right before the summer hits. It's such a great time to really devote to your health and to give yourself that little, you know, that extra boost in the right direction. And again, there can be so much that we can be doing every single day, as Dr. Wendy Trebeau mentioned today. The last thing I want to make sure that you attend is her incredible environmental toxin autoimmunity and chronic disease summit. If you have been concerned that the toxins that you've been exposed to is lending to a chronic condition or a friend or family member's chronic condition, definitely go and check this summit out. I will have the link in the show notes for her free event with her amazing speakers that you can just register for free right now. And I know it goes live in just a couple of weeks and you'll get access to all of those incredible talks. 
And the last thing I wanted to just mention is if you did hear something today that feels good to implement, maybe it's walking outside in the morning, maybe it's drinking a big glass of water, maybe it is swapping out your nail polish or giving yourself a 14-day break from alcohol, whatever that thing is, swapping out your cleaning supplies or your laundry supplies, whatever that is, you know, I would say take a moment, sit down, figure out what that one thing is, and then commit to yourself to start implementing. One of the things that I do in order to kind of hit my daily consistent habits around detoxification and supporting my body is I have an app called Habit Tracker and I have my non-negotiable habits in my Habit Tracker. It's amazing. And it's like eating my seven servings of vegetables every day, eating my serving of berries every single day, meditation, listening to my affirmations. I mean, I've got a whole list, walking 10,000 steps every single day. Again, these are my non-negotiables that I know are going to move the needle. Taking my supplements every single day, drinking insane amount of water every single day. So I track this on this habit tracker app and I love the accountability. I love that I can just swipe through when I've accomplished something that I wanted to do for myself and my health. And it's just a great way to kind of get into the habit of really nourishing your body. So that's just another little tidbit, a little takeaway that I've been doing this last month and it has been a game changer for me. So if you're looking for a way to create accountability besides an accountability buddy is get the habit tracker app. It is wonderful. It's I think the first Five habits are free. And honestly, that's probably enough for most of us. And then it's a really, you know, you can pay to upgrade more of your habits if you like. So that's what I wanted to share with you today in terms of helping to reduce your toxic load because it does have a profound impact on our body as Dr. Wendy shared with you today. All the links for the detox, the summit, all of that are gonna be in the show notes for this episode in case you wanna go like take inspired action. And again, if this episode offered you anything at all in terms of moving you in the right direction, be sure to subscribe to the show and even rate the show so that more women can find it and become the CEO of their health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day. Thank you.